Trash Talk listeners, do you or your husband or son or brother have suit ties hoarded at home which have not been used for a few years? Ties are something that almost all men own, especially in the business world, which makes it easy to overbuy. Of course, as we always say here in Trash Talk, the best way to be environmentally conscious is to simply not buy... But if you do have ties at home that you've barely used, perhaps it's a good idea to upcycle them. Here to speak to me about their upcycling project that recycles, reskills, and recreates just one tie at a time is Margaret Lung from Les Beatitudes. Welcome, Margaret. So tell us first, Les Beatitudes. Uh, are we in Hong Kong or are we in France? We're in Hong Kong. <laughs> As I stepped down from a plane from Paris, I realized the English version is gone. Someone has incorporated it, took the website. So I thought, what can I do? The spelling's the same. Let's do labiatitude. Labiatitude. And what does it mean? Happiness, Mm. blessing. Mm. So it's very positive. We can, you know, show our recycles um, support. At the same time, look at something very happy and positive. Okay, and so clearly you had an idea for the organization first, and then you wanted the mm-hmm. Les Beatitudes to reflect that. So mm-hmm. what was your first idea? What, um, how did this come about? I, I think uh, sometimes uh, in our world we have too much, uh, a lot of excess. But there's also another side of the city that people are kind of lacking. So if we can share a little bit, um, sometimes nice stuff, beautiful things, then we can have it recycle and then less trash. This is how the whole idea starts. And because Hong Kong is so small, let's start with a small item. Necktie is great. A necktie is great. And yeah. and just to, you know, your background was originally banking, I think, yes, right? Yes. And then you decided to do move on to something else. So yes. you took your neckties from banking and brought them into another world. Yes, in the boardroom, you look at the gentlemen's, and the suits are always gray or dark blue. There's only one thing very interesting, uh, or more interesting, that's the necktie. So I have a look at the ties instead of looking at the face, and I wonder what's going on. So for years of looking at neckties, <laughs> I think they're very pretty. So if I want to pull them into these initiatives and uh, do something collectively together, um, I think necktie it was probably the only options I have. <laughs> so then tell us about the mission of Le Beatitude. Um, our mission is, is uh, rather simple, to uh, connect those in need and those who want to give. If we give it away, we're not trashing things. We help the, the world. Uh, we have less in the land food. But if we can give it to the right person, it can make an impact in their life. Uh, they can do something with it. They can make a living. They could be empowered. And then it opens up new doors for them. Okay, so we you take the um, the ties from yes. those wonderful business meetings, and I've got one right here in a plastic bag, completely unused, beautiful, yes, yes, yes. you know, Ungaro Paris, yes. beautiful tie. Yes. And then what happens to it? Uh, first, we have to treat them if they're not brand new. We have friends bring it in from uh, from different environments. We can use it, clean it, and we take it apart. And look at the size, whether we can use it. Some of the really thin, thin ties, one generation have really thin ties. We have to find ways of using. In general, we make it into pouch, handbags, um, we different sorts of items, corporate gifts, uh, business card, uh, holders, wallet. So there it goes. <laughs> but what's unique about you isn't 
uh, not only the upcycling, but it's who does the upcycling. That's yes. what's unique. It's yes. sustainability with a social twist. We yes. were talking about that. Yeah, but I think um, we also it's just a matching game. We have people who cannot um, work outside because they have to look after the families, elderly or the sick. So they have a few hours of moment. They want to produce. They want to do something nice. And uh, here we are. This project's perfect. We go teach them, train them. They're a homemaker. They do it at home in front of the children, watching them over the homework. And they do it together. They enjoy it. So our products are, are quite pretty. And the kids love it. Um, there it goes. So family get involved. And do, you, do, do they get paid, or is yes. it volunteer, or how um, is it? We have all sorts of events, but the, the sewing mothers are usually get paid because they're uh, from the less fortunate and the privileged family, or those in need in different ways and forms, or they just want to do something. And we pay them. So we, we get, as soon as it's qualified, it's going went through the QC, we pay them first, and then we deal with the rest. And that's us, I think, as a coming from banking and business, I should be the one to look after the money side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and so these women, tell me maybe one story of mm. one of these women. Um, maybe just a, a trainer, uh, Aling. She came uh, to Hong Kong uh, from China, married her husband, and she has a strong accent at that time. And uh, she said the whole family from her husband thought that she came to Hong Kong to marry him for money just to be in Hong Kong. She has two children. She rarely goes out. She was hiding and almost at the verge of depressions. And she told her husband, I have to go to work. Now, when we found her, she has very good sewing skills, but she lost her job. The factory has moved to China. So she, we asked her, can you help us to make a few samples, make a few products? And uh, realized she is very talented, and she can start training others. So Aling has been with us for the last four years, creating products, and um, now she's... She's a trainer, and she has generations of sewing mothers. And she sent home photos to her husband, and husband sent it to China. Hey, my wife is working. She's not here for my money. And she make a contribution to uh, the whole family, to Hong Kong. And I think this empowerment helps her, and I think it's a really good role model for many. Yeah, and I love the link of kind of the Thai empowerment. Yeah. And maybe the Thai gives the men empowerment in the business boardroom, and you... Uh, give empowerment to these women by mm. upcycling these ties, passing the ties on to them, maybe. Yeah, I think you said he for she. I think we're more qualified to for say he for she because we grab their ties, we took them, and we make something beautiful out of it. And that's what's great about you. You yeah. have wonderful product and distribution ideas. Mm. So let's talk a little bit mm. about that. What what do you make them into and who mm. buys them? And um, We make them into... Bags in the beginning, pouches, small one for uh, keys and, and various items. And then we have a bigger one for f iPhones. When we go traveling in hotels, what we want is our phone and a cart. So we hang <laughs> out with true. us and we go around with <laughs> us in the office with a phone and a cart. And then next is handbags. And we have artists. You know, you, after all these pouches and ties, we have so much material. In order to make something uniquely Hong Kong, we should do something special. So would I just come up and help us design it? I think you're holding on to a very precious item is a ding-ding in Hong Kong. And in front of the ding-ding tram, that's, um, that's a penguin. There are three penguins. And, and this is a story we found in RTHK uh, of, of this, uh, this event, having uh, ice factories in Causeway Bays, and they only have a freedom parade every day around 3 o'clock.
So they come and walk for another 50 minutes, and then they go back. The penguins. The penguins. Yeah. So they actually. So I was, I was thinking. When was that? That was more many years ago when when they have ice factories in Causeway Bay. We know the the fishermen bring the the produce they catch of the day and they disseminate there with the helping of the ice. <laughs> and this is to make the sewing mothers from China happier. We have this freedom trips to Hong Kong. We call it. You, you can come over and shop, and you don't have to join a tour. I say it doesn't start from you. It starts from the penguin. So the mothers of you, oh, we're not. Yes, the penguins is you. So don't feel bad about people calling you that you come to Hong Kong, had this freedom trips. <laughs> so we started to use that to recount the history of Hong Kong for these uh, ladies who may not be that familiar, including actually ourselves. As we research, we realize we don't know that much. So we put the stories behind. And when they say so, they learn about Hong Kong. They can have the stories chit-chatting in the dinner times. And then we use it as school educations. We use it as uh, corporate communications. If you start knowing the history of a building, you'll get to have emotional ties with the building. And who want to dismantle that? You would say, oh, well, let's keep it because it's so pretty. There's so much history. I think that's what we want to do, build relationships not only between men and women, the affluence and the underprivileged, but also with buildings as well. Right, and I yeah, think that's yeah. so interesting. So you make a bag, and it's got one of the – which building is this This on the is bag? the Taipo, Oakley so, Station. So you use the ties and, and, and – collagen. And make a collage that's the Taipo building. Yeah. And then you have events at that – building as well. We, yes. Uh, we have a travel exhibitions and we travel to different places. We believe that in order to an environmentally friendly uh, exhibition should not only be one week old, it should be going around. We travel every year. So we will also go travel to Taipo. Uh, uh, we were talking about in December, we also going to a, a very different one, um, the Ibanesa School for the Blind. Because we start sewing materials and bags with the students there um, as a new series that how we have Braille, type on uh, a recycled paper and recreate it into a bag. Yeah, so that, that bag is something that's new. Uh, but we think that if we wanted to recycle, we should not exclude any groups in Hong Kong. We've engaged. <laughs> they also want to help. That's right. So we keep the mothers working. We keep upcycling ties, and we keep creating things that people like, and hopefully they'll keep. That's they can. brilliant. Yeah. And how would they reach you? How would someone um, find you? That, uh, from a website. Sometimes we don't even know that they inquiry inquiry website. Say, are you the organization that upcycle ties? Can you come and talk to us? Or someone received a small pouch, and inside the pouch is a, there's a little descriptions about us. And then they through that email, they find us. They say, I've got your pouch. I would like to talk to you. All right. So even if you don't speak French, <laughs> les... Uh, les beatitudes. Les beatitudes. Or yeah. maybe in English, les beatitudes. Yeah, just, just beatitudes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just beatitudes. <laughs> is there a Chinese name? Yes. The Chinese name is Love Connects Hearts. There so all we want to do is connect people with a heart for people, for things, for you, for the whole city, I think. Yeah. Thank you, Margaret, for setting up such an amazing organization that not only upcycles and contributes to the environment, but provides sustainability with a social twist. Upcycling is something we can all do if we have the heart and mind to do it. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. 
or follow us at Twitter at SustainableAsia and on Instagram at SustainableAsia.co for new episodes and trash tips. You can also visit Plastic Free Seas Hong Kong on their Facebook and Instagram pages for more trash tips. Thank you.